This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, we frequently celebrate ourselves, our blackness, and our flyness on this show, but how do we navigate whiteness? We hung out with hundreds of white people last week, and it was scary as hell. This week, we give tips for staying moisturized in the midst of white supremacy, and even tips for white people who don't want to be a part of the problem. Just this one time, though. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. All right, we're recording? Yep, we are. My mic sounds nice. Check one. Check two. Oh, you're supposed to, you say it again, you repeat it. So I don't. My mic sounds nice. I'm too young two. for that kind of hippity hop. That's not true. So I don't you know. You a liar. That's not even so true. I don't know what that even all is. All right. Okay. All right. Welcome to Tea, tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. That was a good solid. That was, I haven't out in a long time. You're right. We have not out in a long. It's been time. like two weeks. Word. It's been like two weeks. Well, I was outing owl. because sometimes I'm a bird like that, and I just be outing. Like yes, there were general owls, but we didn't but do like look, a communal, a communal tribal am, owl, which know. like we need to do. Yeah, that so, was important. Yeah, that felt good. Yeah, yo, I'm glad we actually should have did that while we were at podcast. We should have just probably did that to helped. people randomly, like ow, and they just would have been like, "What are these black bitches doing?" I think doing? that we did, and do then they would have left us alone. We did do that a few times. But That's self care. Ow, ow was self care. Okay. <laughs> so if you like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, we want you to use our hashtag, hashtag TWQJ. You could use that on all of the social media. Yep. Use that as your heart desire. Um, yes. We That's will right. Like that shit. Retweet that shit. Talk to you on that shit. So use our hashtag. Also use the hashtag PODIN, P-O-D-I-N. And that lets other people know that you are listening to the show. People who've never listened to it before. A lot of folks are using that hashtag when it comes to podcasts in color. So um, please do that, yo. Help spread the word. Definitely do that. We are recording at ICN Studios. ICN.DJ is their website. Visit that so you can look at their content. They have their own content as well. Every hour on the hour, they have new content. And you can also like book time to record your own podcast here. Okay? All right? I like that. Mm -hmm. How the hell are you? I I'm actually... I'm like mad good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm mad good and okay. mad happy. I'm like one of those annoying happy what bitches. What the hell? I'm not going to tell you why because that's none of your business. But I'm one of those annoying happy bitches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how are you doing, Jay? I'm doing okay. Okay, that's good. I'm doing okay. All Life right. is good. People are trying to test me. But <laughs> I'm a bad man. And it is what it is, yo. It is what it is. Okay. But no, I'm doing okay. I had a great week um, okay. after podcast movement. I got to spend some time with my sister. That's dope. We like had a lifelong dream of like running the Rocky Steps and shit. Yeah, and, and I saw like, the video of you walking up them. Hey, listen. I do what I can. <laughs> you walked up the steps. I, and I was just as happy as if I had ran. It I was mad hot that either. day. I yeah. So I'm, I'm still living off of that high. Okay, so. that's great. Oh, 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 oh. I'm high. Because I got to see Janet Jackson live on Saturday, yes. which is dope as shit. And everybody knows I love Janet Jackson. That's fantastic. You know, so Janet Jackson, Beyonce, I've seen them. You mm. know, so like, who mm-hmm. else is there to see? She was rocking a ponytail. Janet Jackson is the queen of give me all them bundles and make it a ponytail for okay. me. Like she just, why is your ponytail this big? All right. 
but I love it. But oh it's God. like all the bundles are here in that one ponytail. That's cute. It's like nine bundles in her ponytail. I like it. That's a lot of hair. I wonder if she has had a facelift recently or if it's all just a snatch up into the ponytail. Ponytail, it could right. be. But her face, her skin is really fucking good. Be. There was another performer at the festival who I'm not going to name because I'm going to talk about her skin. It was really bad. Mm. But... And she was like younger. Okay. And then I saw Janet's skin on the jumbotron, and it was like mm, she's mm. hydrated, not like the other girl. Oh my goodness. Her skin is really good. Scandalous. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, we are doing a spot of tea episode, so this is a little bit shorter. Well, it's not really shorter. It's never shorter. It's never shorter, but it is less formatted than our regular episodes. It allows us to do this shit every week because we edit and do all this shit alone. So enjoy yeah. this spot of motherfucking tea. Exactly. Do you have? any libations for this week let me tell them what libations are so libations are when we shout out or pour one out for the people places and things that are giving us black ass black joy Mm -hmm. so give us your libations my libation is just for last week i did a lot of things yes and enjoyed a lot of the things i did Mm -hmm. we did curl fest then we went to philly for the week and uh, i got to connect with other lots of other creators i like to be around creators it reminds me of why i do this shit anyway mm-hmm. yeah last week was all about creative energy so libations to last week and yeah, the week yeah. that i curated for myself absolutely because yeah it was dope just to like be doing creative shit yeah. and not like be doing the mundane everyday life shit mm-hmm. you know because that's boring it was dope to be able to like focus on what we actually like to do yeah that was pretty cool and even though there was a there were a lot of aspects of it that still felt like work we were um, making the connections that we needed to make for like this. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying. So cool. that was cool. So yeah, so libations to Black Ass Philly. Mm-hmm. I had an amazing time in oh, Philly. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, we went to Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. You all have heard us discuss amalgam before they are a black woman owned comic book shop and cafe in philly and it was our first time going and it was filled with like good black girl energy and joy and shit we were in that place hours like for hours Mm -hmm. that's one two but i left y'all so y'all was in there for more hours yes yes and we were like damn yo like why is this so far from my house yeah it was (laughs) like why is this in philly definitely a comfortable place and you can like sit there buy your comics and fucking read them it had a very mom and pop feel yeah and not like that manufactured capitalist Mm -hmm. feel of like take this product and go right, type thing. Right. Was, I don't know. I just, I really liked it. It yeah. was a really good space. No, it was very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned before, if you are not in Philly and you want to pay a black woman, they have a website where you can order your comics yep. and shit. So you can help to support that business. Like we said, they're in their second year of business and you can help to support what for a lot of places is a challenging year. Yo. Yep. Mm-hmm. So libations to amalgam. We also stopped by the Sable Collective yes. in Philly, which mm-hmm. is like, is it all black women created stuff? Um, it seems so. Uh, the things that I was familiar with mm-hmm. were always tied to a black woman right, that right, I know right. of, but I'm not sure. They had clothes in there. They had accessories. They, they had, had like stationery, arts, they candles. Had books, the homegirl box care. was up in there. I brought some Florida water. Yes. There's crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. of the all of the black girl things it was a good were time. in that place. It was really nice. I didn't know what to expect because a friend of mine suggested that I go there. Mm-hmm. And I did look at the website. But I didn't expect to feel the things I felt we went right, there, especially right. since, as we all say in the episode, um, there's lots of things that were happening during the Philly week. Mm-hmm. So it was like the start of our self-care yeah. and um, kind of regrouping mm-hmm. from podcasts. Right, right, right. 
So the Sable Collective is in North Philly. It is attached to what looked to be a beauty, beauty salon. Yeah, beauty yeah. salon. Right. And they also do different events in there. Yeah, they, they do, do yoga like night. yoga. They do all type of shit. Yeah, they did. They had a full moon ritual for the, the red moon. Mm-hmm. That was the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do lots of things. Right. But like we said before, it's all the way in Philly and I live in Brooklyn. So it's kind True of that. annoying that I True can't that. be there. But you can also time. support them online. Yes. Think it's thesablecollective.com. Either, regardless of what it is, we'll put the link to that in mm, the show, show notes, notes that you can connect to them. Yeah, it's thesablecollective.com. And also Philly, if you live in New York, Philly is not that far. So you can make a day trip out of it and do a bunch of black girl stuff. Mm-hmm. We also went to Max's. Yo. Uh, and had Philly cheesesteaks. Those and shits were amazing. it's a black ass bar in the back. So you could yeah. buy your Philly cheesesteak or get a drink while you wait online to get, get your, your Philly, Philly cheesesteak get that shit sit down have a black ass drink and it's like I like dive bars so it right. has like a dive bar kind of yes. look and feel mm-hmm. um, when I noticed that they were making henny coladas mm-hmm. at the bar I was yes. like this is where I need to be it was black this is my you know space mm-hmm. I don't go to bars where they make henny coladas right you know yes. so it was like nice the bartenders were badass bad bitches like, mm. I wanted to take pictures but I was like how do I do this without <laughs> is this like people had been objectifying me all week so I was like how do I then turn around and take pictures with these bad bitches behind the bar and not be like objectifying and then the music was good it was like a great mix of like recent stuff mixed with our parents music mixed with our older sister's music something that i think was rare for us at least in new york i find it hard to find spaces that are intergenerational Mm -hmm. where you could just hang out with all different age groups of people and have Mm -hmm. a good time it's usually like some sort of day party or brunch that's catered specifically to people my age yeah. or younger or little. You know, it's always like yeah, in my same age group. So it's nice to see spaces where we can gather together as whatever group of people intergenerationally and not be stepping on each other's toes yeah. and still like have a good cool. time or whatever. And auntie was in there. Younger folks was in there. It was it was a good time. Yeah. And the food was good. It was so good. Yes. It was good. Yeah, yo. So if you got three hours to stand online, <laughs> go to Max's for a Philly cheese steak. We were, well, we were go on, with a yeah, friend. Y'all were online for a while. Yeah, it was a good hour. But they told us that when we asked the woman at the Sable Collective, when we told her we were going to Max's, oh, okay. she was like, yeah, it'll be a wait. Oh, I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah, I was cool with it because I was there with my sister and you were there. And we mm-hmm. were all like managing it together. Uh-huh. But no, I was Don't go prepared. there when you're hungry. Go do there not, when you know you need to eat in yes, an hour. with a buddy. Because it's a, it's a wait. Because a line while is you long. Online. It's a Make popular place. Make an event place. out of it. Yeah, it's a popular Make place. Make an event out of it. Yes. So yeah, so yes, libations, so libations to that shit. Um, a few more libations. We actually got a write-up. Dap. Mm-hmm. from really dope radio thank you yep. um did a write-up for us and shadow is it really dope radio or is it just really dope.com we'll leave the link in the show notes yes what yes. jay said mm-hmm. um he did a write-up of a lot of podcasts who do either talk about movie reviews and things like yes. that so that's what the list was about and mm-hmm. he put tv queen and tv yeah. he put us we are TV in the write-up and it was dope. It was yeah. based on our reviews of She's Gotta Have It mm-hmm. and um, what's that other one? Dear White People. Yep. Um, yeah, so it was just nice to be in a list with other great podcasts. Yes, and it's good to be recognized for doing like a specific thing that we do. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I enjoyed that. And And as a creative, it's like, I don't underestimate like the power and the good feelings of just somebody when your peers being like, hey, good job. Yeah, You know exactly. what I'm saying? That totally. means a lot. So. Yeah. That was cool. Also, we got another write-up, um, lithiumtolashes.com. 
gave us a write up on her side. Yes, thank you so much. We popping. We are motherfucking. Yeah, and there was a. And we are a part of a list of other great podcasts mm-hmm. that are going on. So thank you for that. Yes, we and we'll leave the link to both of those in, in the, the show notes. notes. Thank you so much. Libations to you. Yeah. Mm. So you want to tell us how to donate? Yes. So tell the people how to give money. Yes. Pay to a, us. pay a black woman. Pay so black donate. Are you, are you finished singing a fucking song? Yes. Can I get to my job? Yes. Thank you. So donations. We accept donations. That is how we keep this podcast going. That's how we sustain everything. And that's how we keep the fucking lights on. Right? Yep. So if you would like to donate, go to our website, tvthequeenofj.com. You can now just scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. Mm, you sound proud of yourself. Yeah. You know, okay. I did that last week. Okay. I updated that Go stuff ahead. last week. You Update know? the website yes. as best. Yes. I just flipped my hair. Y'all can't see it, but that's okay. what I just did. Right. right. So go scroll down to the bottom of the page, and then we have two options for you there. Two. Yes. The options are PayPal. PayPal, you can just put whatever you want, how many times you want. That is a one-time thing. No commitment there. Or you can click the Patreon button, and that is where you can subscribe to give us $2 a month. We're only asking for $2 a month. Two. You can give more. You can give less, but $2 a month, that's only $24 a year. And that's a reoccurring thing. So those are two ways that we have that you can donate to us. You can also donate by leaving a review, sharing this podcast, retweeting. All of those ways are ways that you didn't donate because you share the podcast. More people listen. And then, you know, more money comes in. My money, my money, my money. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So speaking of do- donations, we got a bunch of donations over the past few weeks. So last week we did our Listen to Black Women episode. So yes. that was up. So we didn't get to give everybody um, shouts out who supported us and supported our trip to Philly. We were going there. For anyone who doesn't know, we went there for podcast movement and we needed to pay for our hotel, our travel, all that shit. And so your donations helped mm, us to do that. Yep. So donation libations from our Patreon. We got donations from Yantra, from Miriam, from Jasmine. Oh, also we got a new patron, the homie Valissa. Um, she's one of the hosts of the Wheeling and Dealing podcast. Damn. Thank you. We want you guys to listen to that podcast too. Um, they give a political view of the world through the lens of black disabled folks. That's right. She's also the homie who created the hashtag disability to white. white. The one we say often That's actually right. every day, every time every we do episode the show. at yes. the end for correct, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much, Felissa. We appreciate yes. you. Yes, we do. We also got PayPal donations. My cousin, Julicia. <laughs> we are named after each other's moms. I am oh, Julicia. She is Julicia. Yep. Um, okay. There you go. She okay. broke us off into PayPal. Thank you so much, Julicia. Julicia. Wendy broke us off a good grip. Yes, that was Wendy. Thank you. Right we didn't have time. to eat Wendy's because of Wendy. Yo. Good looks. That was going. That was no. You. She right. she feels it in her heart. Yes. Yes. This is for her. It's True not that. about you. True that. Yeah. Wendy said, I hope it isn't too late. I truly treasure the 1.5 hours I get to spend listening to you two every week and your amazing guests. Also, fuck eating bread, Wendy. See? Thank you, Wendy. And That's we did right. not have to eat bread. Well, we did with that Philly cheesesteak because it was done good. No, we had to eat that bread. But yeah, we didn't <laughs> have to like sustain ourselves on bread. No. So that worked out. Thank that'd you so been, much. Oh, that would have been disgusting. Yeah. Jolissa also broke us off. Jolissa said, for y'all trip. P.S. The Superfly movie had Big Boy from Outcast in it. Have fun. Thank you. <laughs> Um, so we I forgot he was Super in it. Yeah, he was in it. He was in it. It yeah, just so wasn't worth mentioning. I thought he was good. He was. He did do a I good job. Remember. 
Yeah, in the new Superfly. You all make sure you listen to our review of that film. Listen yeah. back if you haven't heard it already. All right, we got another PayPal donation from Deborah, And she says, how do you both? I started listening to you both a couple of months ago, and I'm catching up on various podcasts. I just wanted to say thank you. I am a single parent. And my three-year-old daughter sleeps in my bed. Her limbs fly all over the place, so I often don't get enough sleep. So I listen to you instead. I'm really tired today, but I remember last week that you asked for additional funds. So as an act of self-care, in addition to getting a manicure, I'm sending you a small donation towards the upcoming trip from Deborah and her little girl, Ifatayo? It looks like Ifatayo. Ifatayo. Mm -hmm. Yep. Forgive Thank us you, if we mispronounced that. Oh, Deborah, you listen. You know I can't pronounce things. So, Deborah knows. Thanks so much, Deborah. And then our last donation was from Curtis. Curtis says, Dear Queen and Jay, get a Philly steak on me. Enjoy yourself at Podcast Movement. Love your podcast. Love the perspective you bring to things. Regards, Curtis of I Found This Great Book Podcast. Thank you so much, Curtis. Thank we'll have to you, check Curtis. out your podcast. Yeah, we have to do, ooh, it's about books. I like books. Right. I was just about to say Queen Reads Books. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. So thanks to everybody who helped us make that trip possible. It was it was a good time. Yep, it was. It was. It was, it was. We will be at Afropunk. Yes. Ah, as so, we are every year. Yes, as we are every year. So if you bought tickets to Afropunk and you see us roaming around or if you see us hanging out in a special tent, please pass through. Give us a high five. Say what's up. Give me alcohol. Give me weed. Don't offer me any drugs. Give me all of the drugs. I don't have any self-control. I'll take Jay's. Yeah. Give them to her. Don't just don't <laughs> just don't offer me anything. No, don't give me drugs. I don't know who's listening. You can give me gifts. Okay. Don't give me <laughs> don't give me any drugs. All right. Okay. Bet. You want to take a break? Um. Yeah. I'll take a break. Cool. All right. Money. 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 <laughs> money. <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um. What's this year? Oh, well, it's 2018. But do you know what 2018 is all about? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking week week. sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvthqueenandj.com hit that donate tab and mm-hmm. we have two options there so two can, two you become a patron or you can just donate through paypal yep. you choose we mm-hmm. give you a choice that's right on how you give us money that's right if you want to donate via patreon we're asking all of our listeners to break us off two dollars a month that's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again (laughs) all the time yes and we're black it's been a minute you love doing that shit i do oh gosh i I like it it too but i don't know all right i like making fun of you also so that's cool it works see it works out it serves a purpose probably what that is all right what kind of tea you drinking i'm not drinking tea today guys because i'm hot 
and okay. I'm just not drinking tea. That's fair. This is our all-nighter, so I'm drinking coffee so I can survive it. <laughs> so Here we are. Here what are your pronouns? My pronouns are she and her. What are your pronouns? Uh, my pronouns are she, her, and they. Okay. All of those. And what do you affirm for yourself today, Jay? I like when you go first so I can copy off of your affirmations. I know that's why I did, it. I did that. But I affirm for myself that I'm not a lady, per always. I affirm for myself that I'm enough. I affirm that I'm cute, I'm financially stable, and abundantly healthy and wealthy. Mm-hmm. And I affirm that I have everything that I need, which is basically what that other thing means. And I affirm that I will be, like, I'm on the right track to working in the field and the industry that I want to work in. Great, great, Like, I'm great. about to get a new job and shit. Okay, cool. What are your affirmations? So I affirm that, like always, that I'm a bad bitch. I affirm that I'm enough. And I affirm that I'm living in my truth. Um, the reason I'm saying that is because I just always want to always be true to myself, regardless of what space I'm in in this world. I just want to always know that I'm fulfilling what is true for me. So, mm-hmm. yes, I want to affirm that I'm living in my truth. I like that. All day, every day. Good. Mm-hmm. I like that. I support that. So motherfucking today, we wanted to kind of talk about our experience at Podcast Movement and kind of go through how to survive toxic whiteness. Okay. We had an interesting experience at Podcast Movement. We learned a lot. We shared a lot. We did a lot of the things that we planned to do when we were there. We also encountered a lot of toxic whiteness. And that experience is not unique to us and it's not unique to podcast movement. So we kind of wanted to go through some of the ways in which we can survive toxic whiteness on a daily. And we know that we have white listeners and rarely do we ever address them. But I think I want to address some shit today as we as we go through this, yo. Mm -hmm. So what was your overall takeaway from podcast movement, your overall (sighs) vibes? My overall takeaway was what I expected when we decided to go Mm -hmm. was that it would be about the people I meet rather than the actual conference, which is generally how I consume things anyway. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge piano person. I'm not a huge, pretty much, I'm like a very self-learner person, so Mm -hmm. I don't really need to like sit in places and have people like tell me or teach me how to do things. I don't learn in that way usually. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't thinking of the conference in that way of being this place where I learn all these things about podcasting and all of that stuff. Although I did learn a few things, yeah. um, but that wasn't like what I was going there for. I was really just going there to help continue with us building our community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, in that sense, then it was successful because I right. feel like we definitely did that. But also thing that is different from you and I is that, You've kind of had those kind of experiences in your life. Like everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I kind of lived in a life. I lived a life like in a a black bubble Mm -hmm. where my parents had me in schools with people that look like me, teachers who look like me, and not really having to counteract with white supremacy in a way that lots of black people have experienced. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't, I usually disengage in those spaces. I noticed that you seem to have a lot more tools to like, navigate that mm. for me it was just like fuck this bitch and i just would just stop talking mm. and disengage and just right. like not even be involved with what was happening mm-hmm. in this space so yeah 
But overall, the people we met, the community that we are going to gain out of that made it worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to experience that kind of trauma just to find community. Right. Real? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. For anybody who doesn't know, Podcast Movement is industry conference Yes. Um, for podcasting. It is, this was their fourth year, I want to say. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was their fourth year, maybe their fifth, but I feel like it was their fourth year. They're doing the next one in Orlando. If anybody wants to fucking go, I guess, I don't know. They're selling tickets now for cheaper. Yeah, so we wanted to go and learn things. We wanted to go and there's always people who have never we know we do a great podcast it's great for other people to learn about our podcast so we find that to be helpful in just the same ways that we share other podcasts that we know about Mm -hmm. it's great to to further stretch and build that community or whatever so we wanted to go for that as well my takeaways we did the shit that we wanted to do i did expect to spend a little bit more time in actual panel sessions doing and learning things but I didn't account for how taxing being black at this conference would be mm-hmm. and the amount of rest that I would need mm-hmm. to recuperate from a lot of the conversations that I was having yeah. with people who maybe only have one black person in their town. Yeah. You know? So that was my overall takeaway. When we first got there, we got there a little bit early, so we had a moment to like. Which was helpful for me and Definitely. Jay. I couldn't have just jumped into that. No, like I, I couldn't have done that Mm-mm. at all. No, so we had a moment to get our shit together. The next day, we went to New Orientation, like meetup or whatever the yeah. fuck, and it was very white. When we say that it's very white, like we expected to see a lot of white people, but I think the actual experience and the way that white people often engage engage consume sell mm-hmm. like and all, all of those things right were very very white yeah yeah very white and a little bit taxing on the spirit so they have us in this round table and you're supposed to go around and kind of say what your podcast is and get to know the people at this round table yeah. that you're in so we're in the round table and we explained our podcast to a few people who seem to get it and listen to hear what other people had to say. <laughs> and there was this one woman there who had a podcast that was focused on women's empowerment. Yes. We're women. Yep. So, hey, this sounds interesting, right? Yeah. Sure. Why the fuck not? And as we explained that our podcast, how we talk about all of the isms, breaking down racism, sexism, capitalism, all the whack ass isms. Yeah. She asked us like seven times, so how do you find content for the podcast? Yeah. And I answered the first time and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, there's oppression everywhere. Yep. So it's not hard to find content. Mm-hmm. For me, that was enough. And that I, was all I was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Say that and she's like, okay. But how do you, how do you find content? And we're like, it's not hard. You were like, I just engaged and you got on my phone. Right. There's like, oppression everywhere. It's not hard. And then somehow she found the time to ask again. Yeah. Like she couldn't wrap her head around. So can you give me an example? Right. I gave an example of the fucking permit patties of the world. The fucking uh, who's the guy who called the police on? It doesn't fucking matter. The one who called the police on the on the guy, the the mom and child in the pool. Mm -hmm. I gave all those examples. I gave an example from my own life where I just had the cops called on me for fucking waiting for an Uber. And so we talk about shit like that. Yeah. The bitch asked again, so how do you find content? This is day one. 
okay? This is day one, and she can't wrap her head around the fact that oppression exists and it's something new to talk about every day. Yeah. How do you not get that? How do you have a woman's podcast and you don't understand How do you that? have a woman's empowerment concept? Yeah. If you're empowering something, it's because they might be getting oppressed in some space. Right. right? No? Like, right. huh? I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was strange. It was bizarre. All right. So one of the other things, themes that we noticed in the panel, in, in some of the panel sessions were diversity and inclusion. Yeah. Right? So there were a lot of panels. Wait. There was no inclusion. Was, no, there wasn't, but they used that language. No, they didn't. They never said inclusion. They'll say diversity. I felt like I saw inclusion. I didn't. That's what made me annoyed. Okay. I felt like I saw the word inclusion, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't feel like the conference knew how to do inclusion. Yeah, so maybe that's what it was right. for me. Because I'm like, that's not happening here. Right. So a lot of the panels that we saw at the conference were Aside from like there were a bunch of different panels, but panels, panels that tended to feature people of color were often like diversity panels, inclusion panels, race and gender panels. They had a lot of names mm-hmm. like that. I didn't I didn't find personally, I didn't find there to be enough diversity across panels of like different subjects. It existed, mm-hmm. but for me, it wasn't enough. Yeah. And I think that's the inclusion piece that's missing because because we weren't included in other things like yeah. it was like unless we were talking about diversity then there wasn't a space for us yeah it seemed like mm-hmm. there was a panel on women in podcasting uh-huh. that i went to so again i didn't go because i just i you know i'll say all the time i listen to right. my body mm-hmm. and like i woke up late and then my body was just like mm, taking its time. Right. Like, I just knew not to be there, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. Um, and then it was because the other panels we had gone to weren't doing the things that it said they were going to do mm. that I was kind of um just I lost interest. Right. You know? Right. So I didn't go to that one. And when Jay says the story, I'm kind of Yeah. Yeah. So I got up, I went to the women in podcasting panel and it was five white women up there they Mm -hmm. were all of similar size they all looked to be of similar physical ability um and they were discussing women in podcasting and i think that you and i know within the podcasting industry that there are women of color in all levels of the podcasting industry there are producers there are editors there are people doing very important things within podcast networks and there are people of color podcasters one of the women up there she was just a random ass podcaster so really it could have been anybody Anybody. up there yeah so that was jarring i guess to see and it made me physically uncomfortable and then physically uncomfortable the optics of it look strange and then just kind of hearing some of like the concerns like the questions that people would ask them I felt like we're very specific to the issues of white women. Mm-hmm. It was very much, I felt like, how do I have confidence, build confidence, be confident? I need confidence. <laughs> I don't have any confidence. I'm not confident. I want to be confident. Are you confident? How can I be confident? Which I think is valid for women and yeah. for all women. Yeah. However, I feel like for black and brown women, we can't get here if we're not confident. So, like, yeah. now that I'm confident and now that I've done all the things, my question would be to another woman of color, how did you get to where you are? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do you make your presence known when people don't want you there, when people want to shut you up, when people interpret the things that you say a certain way or whatever? Yeah. And I feel like that's a conversation that we could all benefit from because after the women, the white women who are not confident, after they find their confidence and do some shit, 
they also should know like okay well how do you get there or how do you help to uplift other Upri- women or yeah, like whatever exactly. it just seemed the whole conversation seemed to be very one note mm-hmm. and so i'm sitting there shaking and then i'm sitting there like okay if i don't say anything about this then this was for nothing yeah then i sat here and i endured this bullshit for nothing so i raised my hand and i'm the whole thing honestly it made me anxious also because i'm in this room filled with white women there are sprinklings of women of color uh, women of color throughout the room um a few men here and there but also i don't know what to expect because everybody is sitting in this audience nodding like they're getting something grand out of this and i'm like you don't see a problem with this this pot this this panel is called hashtag women in podcasting and clearly what it means is white women in podcasting and this is not a clan conference. So it's, this is weird to me. This is weird to me because it's supposed to be representative of the industry. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm and saying? And the industry has all kinds of Right, women. right. It was one of the women behind Two Dope Queens was up there. Somebody who works at Radiotopia was up there. Yeah. It was people up there who work with women, women of, of color. color. So why you yeah. couldn't find one? <laughs> so anyway, so I get up there. Again, I didn't know what to expect. So I tried to f- word it carefully because you know that white people think the word white is like saying nigger because mm-hmm. they're not used to being addressed as anything because they're just right they're just the default so Mm -hmm. i was like all right i can't get up here and say the word white because everybody is gonna like have a heart attack so what i said was we all know as women that it can be very challenging even if you have all the skills and you know all the things and you have all the confidence it can be challenging to get ahead to be seen to be treated like someone of value and yada have your voice heard yada 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 yeah how do we make sure that we are not that amongst each other we are not excluding one another in the ways in which men do that to us. Yeah. How do we make sure that we're not doing that? There's an empty chair up there. I don't know if the black or brown woman left already. <laughs> I don't know, you know, what, what that's about. But there should be yeah. some representation of the women in podcasting up there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And everybody clapped like it was the best thing since sliced bread. But we all sat here and watched quietly this quietly and nobody said anything mm-hmm. until the black woman said something. And really, I was just there to learn like everybody else. Yeah. I don't want to be the black woman who got up and said a thing. You know, mm-hmm. everyone, thankfully, for the most part, everybody was very receptive, but it was still still like a taxing journey thing so then the moderator says oh well we would love to have you come up here and join us and that's why i'm happy i wasn't there yeah because right like that's not the answer to that like it's not have me up here now after y'all after you've already finished the presentation after you've already had these conversations Mm -hmm. this is stuff you're supposed to do on the back end this is stuff you're supposed to do already i don't know if these women who were on the panel got compensated Mm -hmm. but now you're supposed to just sit there for free next Mm -hmm. to these people like what the fuck like that's what you offer it was fucking weird and a stupid thing to say and then two of the women up there gave like a response those was fighting words it was definitely fighting (laughs) words they gave a response about how it takes words and you're supposed to make it an active intention or whatever whatever okay all of that's cool it's not cool because you didn't do it you know what, what to do and you didn't this do what I'm it saying. So right cool. yeah that's cool that you're saying it now but when you were invited to be on this panel you knew who else was going to be on the panel and when you didn't see a woman of color physical woman of color you should have fucking said oh my homegirl can come and be on this panel yeah. i know several people who could do this maybe if it's only five spots maybe they could take my spot yeah. you know what i'm saying it mm-hmm. takes work so luckily someone 
approached from some one of the women on the panel approached me later on yeah, that day Dawn, or the uh, next day yeah, or some Dawn, shit yeah, right to talk to me about it um and i was able to say that to her you know to say oh it's like what you were saying it doesn't stop at like being on the panel and saying something yeah like you knew before you got up there it was about to be you and, and four, four other white women. women and what did you do about it you did nothing she sat down you just sat down <laughs> and you enjoyed being a panelist mm-hmm. and you enjoyed being in the pamphlet as mm-hmm. somebody who was on the panel that was an opportunity that could have gone to a woman of color yeah you know or what a i mean woman or a trans yes woman. yeah right i said all that shit too yeah. by the way when yeah. i brought it up yes there's lots um, of different women yeah and podcasting yes you know yes yes so there was that so that was off-putting as hell so i want to i want to so that was like i guess one of your was that one of your most drawing moments a podcast moment um it was because of how overt and blatant it was okay. it was like wow we're not gonna get like anybody who's like white aligned uh-huh. like you're not gonna me a gonna give me a brown white aligned person yeah nothing this is fine <laughs> so yeah that was because i was literally shaking okay so, my yeah. my moment like that for me happened in a weird place. It happened on the dance floor. So oh, there was a par- cast box had a party. We go to the party because it was free alcohol and free food or whatever. So we go to the party, and I'm dancing. Everyone knows that I love to dance. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm on the dance floor. That's just the type of woman I am, right? So I'm on the dance floor. I had mad cups of wine, so I'm tipsy as hell. And then they started playing store fry mm-hmm. by the Migos. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm dancing and I had a fan in my hand because. I'm just that kind of black auntie. Of so I have my fan in my hand. I'm like playing around. I'm acting like I'm cooking crack because, you know, that's what the song is about Not and true. shit. And, you know, whatever. So I'm dancing. There's like a little circle around me. And it's this white woman and her hyping me up, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Her energy was fine. I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. Feeling the energy. You know how it is when you're dancing. Right. Everybody's like having great energy. This bitch, I turn around and she has, you know, when you were a kid, and you didn't know better yet, and mm-hmm. you people told you how to act like a, a native person, yep. and you do the, the cowboys and Indians, yeah, and you like hit yep. your face, and you're like, like you're that, like five, and you're ignorant, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm dancing or whatever, and I turn around, and I guess she's thinking this is a way to hype me up and get me excited. I don't know, but she's like, like whatever, oh and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> stop don't do that like oh on the dance God. floor and then i go back to dancing because you're not gonna steal my joy mm-hmm. but it was just like i kind of like yelled at her like she was like a two-year-old yeah but it was like what i saw it <laughs> i was like why is she yelling at her i didn't know what was going on <laughs> i was like okay whatever it is i'm down with it but i don't know what provoked that but it was like what is wrong when we we're all adults here yeah. like where are you from what pocket of the planet are you right. from where you thought that it was okay to just like do this fucking insane Mm -hmm. racist ass reference to hype me up right like no bitch like i will not be a part of that yeah that was awkward as hell and then she like looked at me like she had no idea what she did though right because i'm like stop no stop right Mm -hmm. and and i had a fan in my hand so i'm like you know like (laughs) swatting (laughs) i'm like kind of yeah like i didn't hit her but i'm like in her direction like stop you know i'm reprimanding her kind of you know like Mm -hmm. like you know like your mom does you when you you know when you're touching something you're not supposed to touch Mm -hmm. and she's kind of stops and she's like looks like what did i do you know whatever but like i said i'm dancing and stir fries on and i gotta get back to my song and i'm not into i don't have time for that 
I stopped her. She stopped, and I got back right. to whatever. But I bet she has no idea mm-hmm. what the fuck she mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Like no idea. Yeah. She's probably telling her friends that this crazy black girl yelled at her on the dance floor and almost harassed, almost beat her with a fan. And you know what? Honestly, she that, probably thinks I assaulted her. That's enough. <laughs> I think that's okay. Personally, I think like, that's fine. No, it's like you be an OD racist, yeah. yo. Like, can I cook my crack in peace? Yeah. Like that the was, fuck? That was really bizarre. Like that was bizarre, and I feel like she came up to you to do that. She probably I'm like telling she wasn't you, that close to you, I, from what I remember. It looked like she came towards you to do that, and then you shoot her back away. No, like I I saw her, so I'm like doing acting like I'm you know. Uh-huh, y'all I can't see me, together. but like you know, I'm acting like I'm at the stove, uh-huh. shaking the pan, stir frying and shit, uh-huh. and. I saw her, like, whatever, and she's, like, doing this, and I'm like, yeah, I did, you know, because mm-hmm. I know she's around, so I, she didn't just come up to do okay. that, so she was, like, in the, you know, oh in, the, in the space, and then I, like, turn, and she's, like, Ooh, like, oh, doing this shit, and I'm like, no, and right. yeah, I, I'm telling y'all, I had a mad cups, had mad cups of rosé, right. so, like, and I... What is wrong with you? I don't know. That was that was weird. So that was my jarring, like, what the fuck, white yeah. person? What are you doing? Yeah. Moment. So at that same party, <laughs> we're sitting with, we are sitting with a group of black podcasters. Because we're at a podcast we're conference. We're at a podcast conference. And we're all podcasters. And we're everyone who's of, there. Everyone who's there is, is connected a to a podcast. They're yeah. a host. They're an editor. Mm-hmm. They're a producer. Yep. They're, everyone, there everyone there has paid that couple of hundred dollars to be there, to be at, there at a there podcast conference. conference. So we're sitting at this party with a group of black people, and somebody, a white woman. <laughs> Walks up to us. It's at least seven of us at, there sitting. And then it's other black people, people standing, standing around, around. Right? We were not the only black people there. But we happened to be here in this little group together. And that moment. And this white woman says, Are y'all all one podcast? <laughs> like we wasn't all at a podcast conference, conference. meeting strangers and shit. Yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> Jay away got, from my Jay table. got up and walked away. <laughs> I couldn't do it. That was the last straw for Jay me. She's like, I gotta, I gotta take I, a walk. I, I had to, t- I had to do a lap because that was that was too much. That, that was, was too lot. much. Yeah. So, and then I guess a part of this is is what I'm saying. A part of this is like cultural competency, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that there are people there who do not see black people in real life often. Yeah. Right. So all of, cause it's people, that's a, another thing that I like about podcasting is intergenerational is anyone can fucking do it. Yeah. Right. So I really appreciate I'm that. I'm sure we have white about listeners who live in these spaces where they don't have contact with right. black people like that. Yes. And they listen to us. So they consume yes. it in that Absolutely. way. So yeah, absolutely. So, right. So there's a lack of cultural competency, but what I will say also is that like, maybe consider treating us like human beings you know what i'm saying right consider that we exist in the world people that are not white we had a whole entire you stop that right now right we had a whole entire black president no we didn't (laughs) no we did not for eight years (laughs) no they remember that's how we got here Mm -hmm. they hate him that is literally just a black dot on the wall of the president pictures Right, right that was not a person right 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 we are not people yeah so, you know, maybe talk to us like you would talk to other human people who are white. You know what I'm saying? Don't ask us dumb questions. You know? Include us in or any brown person in your fucking podcast panel. Yeah. You know, a lot of it a lot of it has to do with like humanity. I don't know 
um you know that was definitely ignorant that little noise that she was making on the dance floor i don't know what that was about i don't know how i didn't hear it i don't know what to it say was loud party and like i said it was still fried i so, don't know, you know what to say to help avoid but i knew that. what she was i don't know there's nothing to that say happened. that's why i just screamed no right <laughs> stop it and right. swung my fan at her yeah. what do you say i'm gonna stop my party to be like excuse me ma'am i'm gonna tell yeah. you why that is socially unacceptable and racist i don't, I don't have time yeah i'm stir frying some other dehumanizing shit hair so we do a moment in black hair on this podcast uh every few episodes because black hair is still political yeah even though we don't want it to be we We just want to mind our fucking fucking business business. and wear our hair how we wear our hair our hair was touched yes our hair was questioned our hair was interrogated someone called my hair a head wrap I'm right now wearing faux locks, mm-hmm. and um, they were like, "Oh, I like your head wrap." Yeah, I'm like bitch, this is this is this is that was the that was when we were getting our badges. Yeah, it wasn't even like we were just getting our badges right. for the conference. Right. Oh, I like your head wrap. Yeah. No, no, this is not a head wrap. Right. It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. So, just some general rules. Yes. Keep your hands to yourself, and yes. that's not just a hair thing. I think there's an issue with like space and the way that black folks relate to space Space. and white folks do first of all move back (laughs) second of all don't touch me (laughs) period right and then we don't have to play this hair game because you already know move back and you already know don't don't touch touch me me. right the issue with the hair thing um there were a few issues with the hair thing first of all don't touch anybody also without permission yeah and then if you ask me if you get up the nerve to say oh can i touch it and i tell you no let it be i told somebody no she was like why why not what because you asked because i have an option because i have options and i don't know you and i don't want you touching me don't do it one thing i want to add so when that happened there were other white people around who knew that was wrong and they looked at her like bitch what are you doing right but it would have been nice if they said something yeah that would be helpful because then it's less work for us Mm -hmm. we did have a time where someone reached for jay's hair yes and a woman was like no no don't, don't do, do that. that. That's don't, actually very bad. That's bad. Don't yeah. do that. And in that moment, I'm like, that's when I'm like, wait, more of them need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. More of them need to be telling and their friends. And that was helpful. Because we didn't have, have, to, have to, do to do the work. Do the work which I have been do doing the, all, the whole freaking week. Time. This one white guy, I was in my phone, and this white guy is is was hovering. I couldn't see because of hair. Yeah. <laughs> so I couldn't see him, but I heard, oh, wow, that's amazing. So I was like, I'll see where this is going. Let me just stay in my phone. <laughs> yeah. So then he comes and stands in front of me so I could see him. And I look at him and he's not making any eye contact with me. He's looking at my head and he's like, wow, I know you're not supposed to ask, but like, is it real? And I'm like, you're right. You actually you're are not, not supposed, supposed to ask. Have a good day, Steven. So he had a name badge on. So his name is <laughs> Steven. I didn't get the rest of the information. So he walks away and then he comes back. Because he's white and he's got to be right and he's got to fucking well Wait, actually. He came be. back. He he steps away and then he steps back and he's like, "Well, you know, in Egypt, they wore wigs and they were a sign of." And I'm like, "Have a good day, Stephen. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good day." But again, it's the consuming people that you don't know or are curious about. It's consuming them like they're not human, which yeah, is the as problem. If they're like. A sculpture in the museum. Right. Like, no, I'm an actual living being. Yes, yes. And so we did get a lot of, wow, your hair is so nice or whatever. Yes. Does that get annoying after the 100th person? Yes. But it's really not a problem. Yeah. If you want to say I like your hair or that's cool or whatever, 
That's cool. And there's ways to do th- so. Like we at one point we found an IHOP, mm-hmm. and me and Jay were eating an IHOP, and it was a black man. But I guess because he just knows how to interact with other black people, mm-hmm. I don't know. He wanted to tell us that our look was different from what he was used to seeing, mm-hmm. but he did it in a way that was not disrespectful and not horrible. <laughs> it was funny to me. Though. He was like, he was like, y'all look is different. Whatever y'all doing, it's looking good. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, I know it's people that's not gonna get it, but you know. With y'all keep it up. Y'all keep it up. Yeah. I know your look is actually very different. You know, it's going to catch people off guard. Some people's not used to it, but keep it up. I was like, I, it, it was less harmful to it me, but it was harmful. still funny because he was trying to say, wow, y'all look wild. But, yeah, y'all look. But all right, I fuck with it. Yeah. Which is way different than like, I had people tell us like, oh my God, I've been seeing y'all the whole time and y'all look so interesting. Like that is yeah. not how you do you do that i'd rather say i'm not used to seeing a person look like this but this like you look amazing right which is what the other guy was doing honestly like where i'm from everybody just wears gap t-shirts uh-huh. and and wears their hair going back so right. i can see like a uh, how we look yeah could be something different if right. you're from not from new york right but there's ways to say that then like you look interesting or mm. like that's a look you know it's, yeah. you know there's ways to say that you're not used to seeing a person who looks like me. Honestly, if nobody had fucking tried to put their hands on me, I would have taken, that's a look. I would have <laughs> taken that, honestly. But motherfuckers was out here with putting their fucking arthritic hands in, in my hair oh my and God, shit. Yes. And asking me questions they didn't want me to say no to mm-hmm. and all type of fuckery. So, yes, that that's a look and turns into like a violent comment. Because it's like, you know what? Some guy came up to me at the party and was like, um, hey, can I ask you a question? And I had to say, I don't know. Because I don't know what you're about to say to me. Because I feel like it's about to be about my hair. And depending on the question, this might be the last straw. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't know if you can ask me a question. And it put him off a little bit. But he proceeded with caution. And he did say, well, I was just going to ask you about your hair. And I was like, okay, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you should just say that it looks nice. And he's like, well, you know. I I then no then he said, well does it take a long time to twist? Which I didn't mind because mm-hmm. that didn't feel as invasive. Yeah, and so I was like, yes, it takes a long time. And then he went into, well, do you think it's bad? You know, I I just got t- he said I just got tired of asking people about their podcast, so I thought this was a good way to like start a conversation or whatever. And then because I was in the mood, mm-hmm. I was okay with explaining why this is why that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? This is why for a black woman to start a conversation about her hair, which we are ostracized for, for yeah. it's really, I know it's just a curiosity and I know, I'm, yes, I am standing here with like white hair and I look mm-hmm. like Storm. So yeah. I get that. But here's why that could be a little off-putting, especially in this space when this has happened to me, that's happened to me, so-and-so's touched me, this one is, has asked to touch me, I said no, and now it's a problem and, you know, that whole thing. So we had a really interesting conversation about that. And also white people, be humble about your ignorance. That's the other thing. Because yeah. then, he, then he said, you know, I had no idea. And I was like, you know, honestly, there's nothing wrong with you being ignorant to this. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with it. It becomes a problem how you respond to me pointing out your ignorance. Yeah. Do you become white and fragile? Does it then become my problem? When I say, no, you can't touch my hair, then is it like, well, why not? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, you approached... I said, nah, and then we talked about why, and you seem to be pretty humble about it, and I think that that's okay, because generally speaking, 
even that white woman who did that racist thing on the dance floor, right? You told her to get the fuck out of here with that. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she got the fuck out of here. Maybe she cried in a hotel room. I don't know. But we didn't have to fight. She could have cried in a car. I don't care. <laughs> right. right. But a lot of times with ignorance is how do you respond to your own ignorance? How do you respond to somebody pointing out to you, hey, that wasn't cool? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you respond with humility and understanding or do you respond with white fragility? Yeah. Which is or whatever your privileged fragility is. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It could be it could be your light skin privilege and your light skin fragility. It could be your male privilege and your male fragility. Your able body privilege. Yes. It could yes. be your cis privilege. Right. So your straight privilege. Absolutely. Yeah. When somebody calls you out, how do you respond? Yeah. That's the measure of are you a, a fucking asshole or not? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, so it's a little exhausting. <laughs> a no, but I, we were actually like literally tired. Like yes. all the people of color looked exhausted. Yes. And drained. Yes. And this was only a three day conference. Yes. And all of us looked tired. But it was mm-hmm. because of all of the um, other work we had to do yes. just to exist and be in spaces. And it made me think of because I didn't go to PWI. Mm-hmm. I just went to a CUNY here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's brown. Everybody's black. Right, in you New know. York, right. Yeah, in mm-hmm. New York, the university I went to, I went to York College of CUNY, and that particular school mostly had black, brown, and Asian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not a lot of white people. Um, So it made me think, like, is this what it's like to be in a PWI? Yes. I was exhausted from just those days. Yes. And y'all had to, like, do four years of that shit? Mm-hmm. Yep. In classes with stupid and students pay? and stupid teachers. And, and get fucking in debt yep for that yep at parties and you just want an education yep in the cafeteria that's that yep sound like work that's why i felt like i'm in like dorms you were a little better equipped because i mm-hmm. i was just disengaging mm-hmm. from like you said what i, I, I can't do this <laughs> <laughs> like yup 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 and even explaining things to black people right so there were black people there who would be like so how's the conference going or whatever and i'd be like oh well you know it's pretty white (laughs) it's pretty white it's pretty toxic yo jay was going around everywhere like this is not it to tell every person of color like this is is not what it is which is true and i agree right i just didn't want to do any extra work so if they was like didn't see it i was like okay girl i guess mm-hmm. you just don't see it yeah. I don't, I don't because know. i think a lot of the a lot and and you know what i wasn't trying to sour anybody's time but the times when i felt like okay i gotta say something about this was there were black people there talking about how we need to do better or we need to do oh i'll be interjecting that right those conversations that I is would, some fuck shit and i'm that's that's what we're not no, about to that's do. when i would that's interject. what we're not gonna do yeah, I would okay talk, I, would, I would enter those conversations yeah because like, we do those things right we because have those we things. were so we were present right because i felt like in terms of numbers i felt like there was a good representation of people of color podcasters there yeah right yes we were less but there was i think a good amount of us there yeah. at the conference right um, but again, I feel like there was a lack of inclusion and I feel like there was a lack of effort towards inclusion and checks and balances mm-hmm. in that like inclusion. Yeah. And just in, um, just in, they have an app just with the app, the emojis, none of them could be brown. All right. of them were like right. that white, yellow, yellow color, right, yellow right, color. Right, right. Just mm-hmm. like something mm-hmm. as simple as that. Yeah. Um, I want to add that. And I didn't think about this until we were talking. I forgot her name. We were talking to a woman. We had a really long comment, good conversation mm-hmm. with her. And, 
the badges mm-hmm. and how we could you could just scan and then you have people's contact information and I didn't think about it till she said it but that is like pretty unsafe for women to just mm-hmm. have someone have the access to use their phone scan your badge now they have your email and shit mm-hmm. like and 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 I, I wasn't think, even thinking about that because right. I was just thinking about all of the microaggressions attached to me being a black woman and not even just like the safety of right the that type right. of thing or the conversation surrounding it like like consent like so there were people who were just grabbing yeah, people's badges, badges and, scanning and scanning them. them right so basically yep. um you could the way they had it set up there was a barcode on everybody's badge and you could scan it and have their contact information yeah, you use your phone to scan it with mm-hmm. the app and right. then it, you were, it was zapping and now you have their right, name right, and right. email address so that's helpful for networking but also there's some level of consent involved yeah. so there were people who were just grabbing people's badges without consent yeah right which this is a badge on my body which is if i'm a woman and have breasts it's, it's sitting on, on my, my breasts, breasts right or if i'm a man with breasts it's sitting on my breasts yeah um, which could be uncomfortable for mm-hmm. people. So ask for consent. Yeah. Um, so there were people doing that. And there were people, even if they didn't touch it, there were people just kind of scanning them. without consent. How do you know that I, I want you to have, have my, my contact information? Yeah. So, yeah, so that was, that was an interesting element of it. Um, but kind of what we were talking about when it comes to back to black folks and different responses to the energy there. There were people, right, so I was talking about, yes, we're there in numbers, but there's this lack of inclusion kind of thing. And I felt like there were black folks there who were saying that we need to do some shit to be like whatever white people were there. I don't even know what the fuck they were trying to say. I know that outside of that conference, there are worlds. Every fucking quarter, I find a new contingent of podcasters. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's people like how we have our homegirls that we fuck that we fuck with, and then how we have our network that we built through Pod and Live NYC. Mm-hmm. It's people who have done that all over the country. Yes. We, are, we are not so ignorant to believe that we are the only we black podcasters person. and the only like group of people out here. It's, it's black folks all over the world building community like that, and so I feel like for us to make the assumption that we're not doing the work, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we don't have, a lot of us don't have the resources to come out the gate and put on a conference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't have the, we do what we can. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's black podcasters across the country, but throwing events, doing stuff like say, Pod and Live and Watson, doing meetups, doing yeah. little stuff. People who say stuff like that, one, they believe in what the media tells them about, what is happening so if they don't hear about it then it doesn't exist Mm -hmm. so there's that and then there is the idea of that only looking one way so Mm -hmm. podcasting community is only supposed to look like podcast movement Mm -hmm. where there's these other things happening that do the same thing we have a meetup every year where hundreds of podcasters from new york or in the tri-state area come. Mm -hmm. people fly to come to our potting meetup Mm -hmm. the same type of things that same networking stuff that is happening at these conferences or whatever mm-hmm. is the same thing happening in that space. Mm-hmm. But because it doesn't look like what capitalist white capitalism right. says these things are supposed to look like, mm-hmm. then you think that it's not happening mm-hmm. and that's not true. So it's it's just a, it's just about how they understand or under it's just about how they understand what that that it could look like many different things. Mm-hmm. And I think that because they think that the white supremacist capitalist model is the only way for you to succeed, the only way for things to look for successful, right. the only way for businesses to thrive or whatever then if that's what they're going to think mm-hmm. and that's the problem that they don't understand that these other things that other people are doing are actually have the same goal right 
you know, yeah. but it's just not done in that way. So because it's not panels and microphones and a fucking ex- expo where people are selling merchandise and all mm-hmm. of these things, then you're not building a podcast community. And that's false because mm-hmm. we do that shit fucking every year. Right. And then on the show, we know of other podcast meetups and things that happen and we say them here. So they're mm-hmm. happening black people people of color are creating these things and because right. it doesn't look like this expensive ass conference mm-hmm. at a place with mm-hmm. fucking decals and scanner badges and all of this shit yes. then it's not happening yes. and that's not the truth yes. you know yes. so that's what that is mm-hmm. so and that right. that's that's why when people would say those things i would butt in i'm like no actually that is happening mm-hmm. and has happened it and just doesn't necessarily it, look like this yeah and and the assumption a lot of times is because, oh, there's a lot of white men here. This must be the official This must be place. valid. This so is you, the official yes. podcasting place. Because whiteness means that things are valid. Right. So if there's white people in the room, then this must, yeah, this mm-hmm. must be the, you know, mm-hmm. this must be it. Yeah. You know, this yeah. must be it. So right. this, you know, it's enough white men in the room, then this must be an actual This validates thing. it and makes it it's official. valid. You know, yeah. so that's why when we do do those things, mm-hmm. then it's not like, you know, right. you need to do this bigger next time and da, 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 and mm-hmm. all of these stuff, mm-hmm. all of those things, because it doesn't look like that, that right. white supremacist capitalist model. Mm-hmm. And then there are not enough white men in the room for you to feel like this to is a valid space right. for this stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. Yeah. Because even there's shit going on across the country all that over the place you people know of saying? color literally marginalized people make something out of nothing yes. all the time yes we see it yes. all yes. the fucking yes. time how many times you be listening to latinos who lunch they'd be like we were at this conference for <laughs> and it was a whole thing on podcast <laughs> yeah. some shit i never heard of but we do this all the time right. we literally like literally the culture of america Mm -hmm. of the united states is of marginalized people creating shit that is if you want to include um people of color into what american culture is because white Mm -hmm. people don't like to do that Mm -hmm. but like what what you know that is the basis of what everything in this country is Mm -hmm. is a marginalized person creating space for themselves and then at some point y'all like oh this is cool and then y'all make it like mainstream shit that is what we do all the fucking time Mm -hmm. you know without money without resources without backing without corporate support we make that shit happen hip-hop jazz blues like all of that Mm -hmm. stuff like all of that was like i'm in a nothing space i'm gonna make music to make me feel good mm-hmm. and yeah. what it like it becomes like oh this is this is some great you know mm-hmm. like fuck out of here speaking of hip-hop and things that you need to keep out your fucking mouth <laughs> we were at the <laughs> opening keynote and again yes there were people of color all over the place but we were a small we were a minority yeah there. We don't. We rarely use that word to describe people of color here. No, we, um, we never use that word to describe. Yes, people Yes, we don't of color use that here. language. But in this space, yeah, we were a minority. Yeah, and somebody thought it was cute to <laughs> explain. There were like some guidelines that they want, some information they wanted us to know about the week that they thought would be cute to do in and a rap. In a rap. A hip hop, a hip a hop. You know, <laughs> somebody found a scully in their pocket. I don't know where they got it. I don't know. These other two men came out, white men, and then yes. all of a sudden they was like, "We have on." They had on hoodies. Yeah. They were like all of a sudden bopping in the right. Spray. It was a it was a cute little joke. You're never inclusive, but it when it comes dandy. to but now we doing hip hop. But that's when you're inclusive, right? When so, it comes to like how you entertain, here's the thing, and do that right. stuff. Right, it wasn't inclusive. inclusive. They did that shit like it was no black people and of hip hop culture in the, the audience. Room. Yeah, right. So 
so you're up there performing my culture in this way that's cute and funny because you're not even thinking that i'm in the room because you don't care that i'm in the room Mm -mm. and so that to me it was like the people participating in that one of them one of whom was black i felt like that was done without a bitch like me in mind you know what I'm of saying? Which means that you didn't care that I was you there. You weren't supposed to be there. You, I wasn't supposed to you, fucking be there. First of all, you were priced out because mm-hmm. the amount of the conference was a lot. Right. It was The conference happened during a weekday. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a person who can like take off of work yep. and still afford to live the way you live without working those days. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to travel to that place. Yep. You have to be able to pay to stay at those places. Mm-hmm. So there's it so many ways in which they were limiting access and i don't know the intent or whatever but it limits access right. and there's no inclusion in that either mm-hmm. so like we know of certain conferences that offer scholarships mm-hmm. we know of conferences that try to make it as affordable as possible for right. people to come they find lodging like they do these things mm-hmm. that try to make it more inclusive more yeah. accessible for different kinds of people and this is this they offer none of that yeah this was not they ordered that. a discount code yeah I don't know if like early bird special like now the conference just ended so they're selling early bird tickets for next year so th- that's that's what we ended up buying last year yeah so that worked out for us yeah uh, we will not be there next year maybe in another five years when we feel like we want to spice it me, up when you pay when me when we're rich and bored to, oh right and when you, finally when you pay us to be there or be on a panel have an actual panel that was the other thing okay so panels right there were words like diversity, minority, race, gender, um, inclusion floated about, but there was no nothing specific, right? Yeah. So nothing, nothing with the word black in it, mm-hmm. nothing with any specific ethnic markers yeah. in it. So, for example, we submitted our Listen to Black Women panel, mm-hmm. and I feel like there were a lot of gems in there because there were no, there and are. They could have benefited, but it was from like, that shit. Why would we listen to black women? Right next. Right. I felt like the... Uh, Our demographic is not going to want to listen. Right. To that's not who we're trying to bring. Yeah. In. It felt like the marketing of the panels were like the language had to be languaged for everyone. Mm-hmm. When I feel like that's not how you get the best, I think, panels there or the best out of people. But that's not or what the best they were knowledge doing. or information. That p- conference is a long commercial. Mm. like it's just all about selling stuff mm-hmm. um at the end of well not every panel but a few of them i went to a lot of editing ones and stuff mm-hmm. it was at the end it was like some way for me to like opt into some service mm-hmm. free trial for some service like all mm-hmm. of this stuff it was like a really it was like a long commercial a lot mm-hmm. of them it was as if they were trying to sell me something mm-hmm. um then i didn't go to any of the diversity blah 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 kind of right. ones because i i just can't I'm, mm-hmm. i already know the foolery that goes on in those yeah. rooms i was actually talking to a man um young black guy i can't remember his name i met him at the berries meetup mm-hmm. um so that was the first day right mm-hmm. first or second day that berries Se- meet up that was tuesday okay so the first day of the actual conference mm-hmm. and i saw him at the cast box party ca- cast box party because mm-hmm. that day he was like oh hopeful like yes i'm here yeah. i'm here so i'm talking to him at the cast box cast box party and he's like yo i went to the panels for this and it was like what the fuck is that mm-hmm. and all of the kind of diversity right. kind of panels he's like what the fuck and i'm like that's how they do things that's why they didn't go he's like what like mm-hmm. i'm like i'm a lot older than you so blah blah blah, blah. but they don't really care to cater to you 
So mm-hmm. like just go to the talks that pertain to I guess the tech stuff or the money stuff that, that you, you would need learn. that you mm-hmm. need to learn for your but when it comes to that they're never going to want to teach you that or talk to you about that or actually do that to cater to you mm-hmm. that is just so that they appear as if they are doing the things that's just checklist shit mm-hmm. they don't actually care about that right right I did go to a panel um Shannon Kaysen was on there and I'm not familiar with the other women that were on the panel mm-hmm. um, but one of the women who was behind Serial was there, and they were all women of color. And two, oh, that's dope. Yeah, two women. Shannon is a, a black guy, but the others, they were all women of color, mm-hmm. two Latinx women, and one, I'm not sure of her ethnic background, but she was Muslim. She had on um, head wrap and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. So that was a good conversation. That probably was the best conversation. Yeah, yeah. That was a good conversation just about being a person of color, like within the industry and how that is beneficial to like the work that you do, your show. And so mm-hmm. there was there was good information there. But somebody asked them a question. What other panels would you have liked to be on outside of the diversity panel? Yeah. And that was a good question. That's a great question. There's so many things that those people are skilled at and could teach us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would have loved to hear Shannon said he'd want to be one on one on storytelling and that's where he makes his money Money, like that's what he does i would have i would have definitely gone to that you know what i'm saying i just kind of ended up at this one because i'm like well i guess i'll go this is what's happening now i guess i'll go to this panel but i don't often go to diversity panels because i'm like why am i here this is not not it doesn't feel like my weakness i feel like i've consumed enough of this that i don't need to be here but i did want to go to a panel that shannon was on because i'm you know like a fan of his or whatever i guess i don't the word is awkward but it was it was interesting. Yeah. So Jay, what are some of the things within the conference that you did to like keep your sanity, mm-hmm. keep you going, keep you oiled, yes, moisturized, moisturized, hydrated, yeah. all of those things? Yeah. What are some of those things that you did? Um, things that I did, I actually did stay hydrated. I drank a lot of coconut water, <laughs> so I like like to do that. I didn't impress myself. So there were there were panels I wanted to go to early in the morning, but after being racially drained, mm-hmm. I was not about to make those panels. <laughs> and so I didn't beat myself up over it because, like I said, a lot of the learning and stuff and, and network building that we did happened outside of those spaces, outside yeah. of the panels. Mm-hmm. So I didn't beat myself up for not making it to every single panel. Um, it was a blessing that the two of us were together yeah, so that um, we could debrief. Brief, yeah. Um, I think that was really important to have somebody that, was very that you could turn to and be like, yo, what the fuck is their problem? Yeah. So, and you not feel gaslit and right. you know that whatever just happened actually happened yes. and is valid and yes. you're not bugging. Right. So I would recommend as a person of color, if you are going alone to these conferences find a buddy find a buddy buddy system buddy system right. all the way yeah so buddy up beforehand if you can meet somebody perhaps on social media who you know is going and mm-hmm. try to connect with them in some way before getting there or when you get there don't be afraid to talk to other people of color yeah. a lot of people are we were happy to fucking see each other yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we connected to strangers there they was were... this one woman throughout the whole conference we didn't actually talk to the last day mm-hmm. but the whole time she's like hey yeah that's right black people that's right right oh hey sister yeah. like it was just and anytime she walked by us or mm-hmm. I, by her she always say hi and it right. was like yeah i see you like, yeah because it can here. be it's it's socially taxing a lot of us are experiencing the same microaggressions from people Mm -hmm. and from white people and 
you're there in a space full of people, but you can feel alone and you can feel by yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if you are in fact there and traveling alone, don't be afraid to connect with other people, to find a buddy to check in with and to debrief with afterwards or ask somebody, Hey, where are you getting? Did you want to grab dinner or something like that? So you can sit and talk. And a part of that is kind of feeling people out to see if they feel safe or not. If you Mm -hmm. feel comfortable enough, you know, debriefing with them, but um, definitely give your space, give yourself space to debrief with somebody or have a point person maybe who's not there who knows that you're going to call them to like debrief that you're going to like or text them or some shit or whatever Mm -hmm. because i couldn't imagine enduring that by myself um i wouldn't have went by myself no no i know i just wouldn't um white people are scary and um especially in large groups (laughs) so um some of the things i did was sleep because mm-hmm. i really like to sleep sometimes jay and i would it wasn't planned but like we'll just go to the room and just lay down and do nothing yep. and um that helped a lot to just mm-hmm. like just lay there and not even think about where i was mm-hmm. why i was there just kind of just lay there and just like recenter myself so that worked music helped a lot i was playing music a lot what was one night when jay and i just listened to a new jack swing playlist that i got on my phone was important and just lived mm-hmm. um what else did we do we did that anytime there was free food and drinks we took it because we just felt like we earned that shit mm-hmm. give me the drinks yep. <laughs> give me the food yeah shout out to uh Juleka for buying his drinks yeah so, honestly i'm so used to buying drinks for other people that when she was like, can I buy you a drink? I was like, wait, can you? Because <laughs> I'm just not used to people offering me a drink. I was like, yes. Oh, well, I am. Yes, and you can. I didn't have the dilemma you had. Right. I'm just not used to it. Like people, I am blessed. Somebody might hand me a drink and cool. But like for somebody to be like, can I buy you a drink? I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm never on this end of this conversation. Oh, wow. That's so yes, funny. Yes, you can. So that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. And what we said earlier, remembering that this white space you're in, whatever it is, is only a small microcosm of what's really happening within whatever industry you're that in, you're in. Right. Yes. So like like we said, we went to this pod, this podcast conference of 2000 people. We know it's 2000 black and brown podcasters yeah. that were not there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like there's network, there's community. We were talking to um, another woman of color podcaster who she just started podcasting. This was her first like conference or anything podcast like. Yeah. And she was afraid and she felt like she was going to go home and just quit. Yeah. Because she didn't see herself reflected. She didn't, she didn't relate a lot of those. It was all different type of podcasts and podcasters there, but a lot of podcasts, I would love to know the percentage. I'm sure somebody knows, but it's about startups. It's about finance. It's about, business like it was a lot of that stuff mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't know they love talking about that i don't know what that's about capitalism um, right you thank mean? you that's there what we that's go. About. white supremacist paper patriarchal capitalism what boom you mean? how do i own right. other people you're right you're right we got a podcast about it <laughs> yeah so she was feeling like maybe podcasting is not for her yeah and we were able to talk to her and be like no it's a whole oh. world of podcasting that's not you know it's a whole world of podcasting that is not here yeah you know what i'm saying this is just a sample this is just a small sample yes there's value here and meeting people and honestly i enjoyed 
hearing what white people think about podcasting because I never talked to them about it. So <laughs> cool. What y'all talking about? What y'all saying about yeah. this? So that was cool. You know what I'm saying? But at no point should you think that this is the only voice that matters in this conversation. Yeah. You know? Right. And I think that goes for any industry. Yeah, of course. You know? I think. One more story. Yeah. Totally forgot. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to this podcast, you know, we don't fuck with all Kelly, right? No. Back to the cast box party. I know I forgot to say this story. Mm. So we had a cast box party. The DJ was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew what songs to sing to get the black people to dance. Right. Um, because gets the people going. Yes, yes. As you know, we did a couple of line dances and all of that. And he was going to close the party. He said this was the last song, mm-hmm. and that was another reason why I was like, this will not mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. He's like, last song, bar's about to close. This is the last song. Blah 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 blah. And as it starts to play, a black woman, listen to black women, yep. a black woman, woman near him, him heard it like percolating and, and was, was like, like don't, don't play, play this. Don't do this. You think he listened? Don't play that. So, nope. He started to play R. Kelly's, the remix to Ignition. Mm-hmm. And what happened? All the black people, there were I saw white people born too before the other ones mm-hmm. like joined in because right. that's what they thought they would have to do. Mm-hmm. Started booing. Boo. Like, no. Boo. Get this off. Da, da, da. Like, mm-hmm. we're booing or whatever. And he changed the song to some something I didn't want to hear either. Oh, he did change it? Yeah, he did. Oh, okay. Um, But it took a while because he was like... He got he got all frenzied. What the hell? I how to play another like, song. This always da, 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 da. works. Ignition is the jam. Yeah, and 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 a woman who told him no was like, I told you. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, he thought he was about to wrap the party yeah. up and we were about to go toot toot and beep beep and was like, Nah, no. we're not doing this. Mm-mm. Turn that shit off. Not here for me. And he changed the song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I didn't think that everyone was going to boo with me right i just i knew i was going to boo mm-hmm. this so. is app she's like she didn't think everybody's going to boo her after she led the entire dance floor after she led the wobble after she got all <laughs> the black people to dance after she pretty much controlled the party had her own soul train line where she's the only one i didn't soul make train. a soul train line no you were just the person in the circle for the entire party and that's not after, okay after I'm a circle all of that I'm a she, assumed, she assumed the masses were not gonna continue to follow her as they had been doing the whole party <laughs> okay so yes i get this i get we the booed, party started you, too. you, you get know? the people going I get we the booed people and going. we got off the dance we floor booed, um, booed. everybody be booed mm-hmm. sat down got off the dance floor um and he changed his song yes so, you r kelly mm-hmm. yeah you r kelly yo fuck that bullshit yeah so and libations to black girl circles yes we Sister always circles. find them absolutely they always i happen. wanted to do a podcast but it's always there's no time but dr joy was there from yes. therapy for black girls that was exciting Wait, to i gotta to tell you i kind of like i shy a little bit okay because when she came I, I seen her earlier and i was talking to Raina, mm-hmm. and i was at it dr joy and i'm like i'm acting like i didn't see her and then i'm <laughs> like <laughs> I'm weird like that. Oh my I'm god! I'm weird. She probably has a diagnosis for me or whatever. Weird. I'm I'm really weird. I'm okay. I'm socially awkward as hell. But I guess because I look cool, that people uh-huh. just think I have an attitude when I'm doing these things. Okay. Usually, I don't know. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I saw her again, and like I'm talking, so I can't just do the awkward shit I did mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. I was like, um, yeah, I saw you came in, but I felt weird, so I had to wait until I could. Cause she was like, girl. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I was like, weird. I don't know. I'm just weird. Weird. But I can talk to you now. Weird. I had to like mm-hmm. get it together. Mm-hmm. You did. 
Well, I'm glad that you finally pulled it together. I did. But yes, it was nice to meet and hang out with Dr. Joy. Yes, it was. Really Raina, nice. of course, was there for yes. Drive. Mm-hmm. Barry of Pod- yes. Podcast in Color. Color we hung out with. And Matt of the Podcast, who we just learned yeah. about Let recently. Me s- there was mad doctors there. Okay. Can we we were surrounded by we, we we became a gang of doc black doctors. Everybody was a fucking of doctor. Which neither one of us are. Everybody no, we got regular ass jobs. Everybody these there people was doctors, doctor. a lawyer. What a, like, sitting there like it makes who sense because niggas? of the price of right. the conference. Yeah, these are the people who have the time and the resources, resources to like. To okay, like, I'm gonna take a week and and be here at podcast. Yeah, I'm Movement. like I'm like having a beer with a trauma surgeon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is my life. That's right. That's funny. <laughs> like, okay. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, it was that. That was also interesting, right? Because that's another demographic of Black people, right? Yeah. Because we were also. I was also thinking, all right, who are the around the way Black girls here in podcasting? Me and you, right? <laughs> it was just us. I think so. I think, and that doesn't mean that these weren't around the way Black people. Yeah, they, you, you yeah. know what I'm saying. But I'm talking about. These around these, if they were around the way black people at some point in their lives, they are now surgeons and lawyers and things like that. And you could still be an around the way surgeon and around the way lawyer. Yeah, we're just saying. I don't know. We just. I am still financially an around. We still live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's I live, what I'm saying. I don't say I live paycheck to paycheck anymore. I say I okay. live direct deposit to direct deposit. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. But um, we still live kind of like that. You yeah. can live direct deposit to direct deposit as a doctor. Yeah, you can. But you know what? Whatever. You can, but yeah. it's still it's still it's still looked at as a, we have a, a different, different tax bracket, a different socioeconomic class yes. level. You know what I'm saying? And because of the title you have, there people is treat a certain, you a certain people way. treat you differently. Right, yeah, right, you know? right, 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 right. I can't say um, if I put a roundaway girl queen, they ain't mm-hmm. gonna be like, <laughs> you know, like. Mm-hmm. But I put doctor. Mm. you know it's, it's a little bit different yes it was nice i did enjoy seeing all the black doctors and lawyers there yeah me too um thoroughly enjoyed that but it was interesting to be in a podcasting space and it's like oh this is where the black doctors and lawyers is at they're podcasters yeah. <laughs> also that too because we're, we we're in a lot of creative bring spaces. it bring it okay we were around a lot of creative yes and it was for me it was nice to see because i'm a person who at a point wanted to either be a doctor or something in the medical mm-hmm. field but i always had this creative side energy whatever right. and i always thought one had had to happen over the other mm-hmm. and all of that thing so it was nice to see these people who are in these professions um and still finding a way to nurture this creative size right. of themselves because that is not usually something that is taught to exist in you as one mm-hmm. thing and it may not have a that may have been something that they struggled with also being a lawyer but then at this one one in this yeah because honestly because that doesn't make you money and you well, know right, what it's making me think of is that to pursue possibly your passion you had to go and be a doctor or a lawyer first exactly and now you can have like, your creative podcast exactly. uh where you help people or do whatever it, it's, it's just the interesting truth. it's just different i would it love works. to know right i would love to know the demographics in terms of like amongst the black folks there and other people of color how many of us were like professionals quote unquote how society views like professionals, professionals. right mm-hmm. doctors lawyers people of that that level of career or whatever versus the white folks there i yeah. felt like i met so many regular ass white folks with podcasts i'm just a regular ass old lady with a podcast yeah i'm just a regular, regular ass guy i worked yeah. in construction and i got a podcast yeah and the black folks were like doctors <laughs> lawyers you know what i'm saying yeah it was like yeah. Ha- yeah finally had the time and resources to pursue this like side yeah. project 
you know what i'm saying it's yeah. like you gotta it's yeah. like what um what chris rock has said like his his neighbors yeah. are doctors and shit it's a dentist and he's like right he's, he's the best comedian alive to live in his neighborhood but the white people in his neighborhood are just doctors not the yeah. best doctor not the best dentist they're just they're doctors just dentists, dentists whatever yeah. no big deal you know that's yeah. how it felt it felt like i'm sitting here at a table with more doctors and lawyers than i will ever sit with in my entire <laughs> life a lot of my a lot of my college mates mm-hmm. went on to be doctors and lawyers yeah. and shit like that but for the most part like i'm not i've never day. sat in a creative space because mm. i have family members who are doctors blah blah whatever right but when i've never been in a creative space mm-hmm. where it was like okay so what is your day job and they say a doctor right ever mm-hmm you know mm-hmm. so it was just like wow it's yeah. really fucking dope yeah yeah to see that exist but it, it also what you're saying is right it's true. like it's yeah to see it exist it's fantastic you're like living your dream but also is this is part of this the price that you had to pay as a person of color for the freedom to, to be a creative be, yeah because yeah. you can't just come out the gate and be like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, that's true. Because I gonna... remember I remember being in high school. Mm-hmm. And we're all talking about what we're going to college for and like whatever. And this one girl, white, was like photography. And we were like, what? What? Going to college with photography. I didn't even know you could do that <laughs> type of shit in college. <laughs> I didn't know I could go to school and study such and such studies. I could study black studies. I mean, I saw niggas doing it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't know who y'all's parents but are. But a lot of times, like, I know for myself, when it came to, like, okay, I'm good at math and science or whatever. Actually, I was good at a lot of my mm-hmm. subjects. But if I was to say, I'm, I've said this, like, I want to think I want to do journalism or whatever. My mother was like, that ain't going to make you no money. You mm-hmm. better be a doctor. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Right, you know, like, because right, right. we're trying to survive in this white capitalistic mm-hmm. patriarch. And it's like you might be better equipped mm-hmm. for that if you are a doctor right. versus being a fucking writer mm-hmm. and die broke yeah. like Zora right. Neale Hurston. I didn't even know that shit was possible. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. Also, where was Zora Neale Hurston's sorors? But whatever. Who am I? <laughs> She's a Zeta. She has sorors. Why she die by herself? But whatever. Listen, who yeah. am I to talk? I'm yeah, not Greek, exactly. okay? It just came up. It's just kind of saying to you about that gang life. But anyway, we won't go there, we okay? I'm not go. Greek. I don't know. We won't I don't know. There. I don't know, okay? I'm yeah. not one to talk. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. So that's how you survive toxic whiteness in a week. Is you you find black people. That's right. You find, find people safe of spaces. Color. Find safe spaces. Find create allies. Safe spaces. Allies meaning other people who look like you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. So... We did a show. I think we did a show, yo. Libations to everybody that we met. Libations to every sister girl who just like waved at us. Yeah. Libations to white people who asked that other white people don't touch our hair. Yeah. Libations to um, Robbie. I forget the name of his podcast, but yeah, libations was, to Robbie. Yeah. Robbie was like on that fucking intersectionality conversation. Yeah. Shit. Yep. So we appreciate him. Libations to yeah everybody who was a nice motherfucker, yo. Libations to y'all. Thank you. I had a good time at Podcast Movement overall. It was exhausting. Mm -hmm. It was fucking exhausting. And I'm glad, honestly, you and I work together all the time, so we're always fucking working. And so when it's time to relax, we're rarely, unless we're already together working, we're rarely like, hey, girl, what you doing today? Yeah. Because I've seen you and we've been working. And actually, don't talk to me. Yeah. (laughs) Don't look at me. Mm -hmm. Don't talk to me. So it was nice to be in that space where we actually had time to chill we actually had time to like let's go to aha we had time to like have friend time yeah so i'm thankful for that for that so that was good because i think for the woman who told us what aha was 
thankful for that black woman <laughs> okay so it was like told us, we yes. need to be in this place like we know i have yes i we need, need to, to go to a familiar place. familiar place i need for, with some regular ass everyday people that's right i need for my server to have on a full lace front yes i need very her, thick eyelashes i need her eyelashes to go all the way up to her forehead that's right that's I need what i need to look like like a a sheet or whatever. Look like Snuffleupagus eyelashes. Boom. I need that. I needed that. I felt at home. I felt comfortable too and safe. So. Yeah. Yeah, yo. Be sure mm-hmm. to follow us on all the social meets. Be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter. And that is at T with QJ. Yep. We are on Tumblr and mm-hmm. Facebook. Just search for T with Queen and J there and you will find us there. Be sure to subscribe. However you are listening to us, um, subscribe, follow, heart, however that app works. Mm-hmm. Do that. Let's make it permanent. You know, you've yes. been here this long. This long. Yeah. Might as well stay. You love us. Mm-hmm. You love us. Mm-hmm. Be sure to visit our website, twithqueenandjade.com, and there you can hit our that donate tabs. You can check show notes. You can look, in at our, look at our pay black women kind of directory thing going on there. Um, what else should we tell them? Send us email. Yeah, send us your email at twithqueenandjade.com. Twithqueenandjade at gmail.com. Thank you so much. It's our email. Yes. You can send us your questions. You can send us your email. You can send us suggestions. You can send us fucking pay black women. You can send us your moment in black hair. Yeah. You can send us a libation. You can send us somebody who pisses you off. Adrian, we have not forgotten about your thesis papers that you sent us. Yes. We are We are going to get to it. Yes. We did not forget, my G. We did not. What else? Um, I think that's it. Okay. We said rate and review us. No, rate and review. Yes. I, well, I did say that earlier, but we'll say it again. Okay. Rate and review us on whatever app you're listening to. That's right. We're going to be sure to review. read those on the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that again soon. Yes. Do that on, what is it? Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. CastBox, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. all of the things where you can comment. All of the places. Like, whatever. Do that. That's it helps right. us. That's a donation. Yeah. Remember that. Mm-hmm. If you want to sponsor the show, hit us up. Yep, hit us in an email and see if you, if you want to advertise with us. Mm-hmm. Do that. Do hit us that. up. Okay, so hashtags. Hashtag PM18. We left some spicy comments on those. We uh, on sure the did leave hashtag. some things, or some For seasoning on that hashtag. Who wants to uh, look back and check that shit out, that's the podcast movement hashtag. Hashtag T with QJ. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag Say Her Name. Stop Killing Trans yes. Women. Disability Too White. Maybe He Doesn't Hit You. Film this Black Panther so lit. Yes, I always forget it. I don't mm-hmm. know why Wakanda forever. So Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Black Creatives. Hashtag Women is Race Nerds. Hashtag mm-hmm. Pod and Hashtag Pods and Colors. Hashtag Our Homies. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hashtag Queer Walk. Thank you. Yep. Hashtag Queer Walk. Hashtag In the Whole Uprising. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Hashtag BG. Hashtag Unpack BG. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hashtag. Uh, we all win. Hashtag support black, black podcasts. Hashtag listen to black women. Hashtag pay black women. Hashtag hire black women. And all of the bumbleclot things. Okay. Hashtag bye. bye. Right now, all across America, black people are imprisoned for tiny, insignificant infractions. Meanwhile, this fool is skipping around freer than a lady in a tampon commercial. <laughs> So in this new song, which I haven't listened to and never will, R. Kelly tried to defend his horrible behavior. In his song, he says all kinds of crazy things like, I just want to do my music. Stop stressing me. Okay, 
no one's mad at you for doing your music. No one is saying that that song is too young. No one's saying don't have sex with that song on tape without its consent. What you're experiencing right now is not called stress. It's called repercussions for your actions. Stress is what you'll feel when you go to jail. He also says, please just let me age gracefully. Well, uh, here's a beauty tip. If you don't want to look old, don't surround yourself with teenagers. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to clap every time I yell because I'm never going to stop. He also says, I admit, I f with all the ladies. That's both older and young ladies. But tell me how they call it a pedophile because that is crazy. Okay, two problems. <laughs> One, ladies and crazy is a slant rhyme, and you're better than that. <laughs> and two, you married a 15-year-old when you were 27. That's the definition of a pedophile. <laughs> we're not calling you a pedophile. Miriam Webster is. <laughs> Next, he says, I'm tired of everybody wanting a piece of me. <laughs> I'm not an ATM machine. Fool, the M stands for machine. You just said automated teller machine machine. <laughs> says, I admit that I've been underrated. Okay, now, here's where we agree. You have absolutely been underrated as a predator in our community. You have been a criminal for 20 years and you've been getting away with it. Know why? Because all your victims are black women. Kanye West simply interrupted Taylor Swift and he had to leave the country for a year! <laughs> so, look, I'm sure the song sounds great, but you don't deserve my attention what you deserve is jail time, you slit rabbit dummy! This video is being fury!